Jabronis, we're back. Hope everyone had a good week. I just got back from the beach a few days ago. Um, pretty good time. Talk about more of that later. Uh, real quick, before we kind of get into it, uh, I want to turn your attention over to, to two folks, uh, two things really. So first, uh, if you haven't seen him or heard him already, go follow Andrew Schultz, the comedian, uh, I follow him on Instagram. He's got YouTube videos and stuff. Um, he's crushing it right now as far as putting out content that obliterates the stupidity going on and exposing it for what it is uh, currently in this country. Uh, d- all different topics. Uh, and he does it in a funny way. He's telling the truth. Uh, he's just really, really doing everything that I want to do. And he's doing it better. He's doing it faster. Uh, he's got more of a following. He's you know he's a successful version of what I wish to become one day, maybe. So please go check him out. S C H U L T Z Schultz, Andrew Schultz. He's he's unbelievable. Um, also, if you haven't listened to it, um, and you have the time, if you got three hours, it's a, it's a bit of a long one. So maybe when you're driving around, or uh, maybe instead of typing up your little political agenda on Facebook and Instagram and social media that nobody gives a shit about. Uh, take the time to go listen to Joe Rogan's podcast that he just put out with Jocko Willink. Um, and then after you listen to it, in November, when it comes time to vote, write in your vote for Jocko and Dwayne The Rock Johnson as president and vice president duo. Uh, if you want to know what an effective leader is, just go follow Jocko, listen to that podcast, follow his podcast and his social media. That's what an effective leader is, and that's what a quality leader is. That's what we need in this country. We don't need uh, any more demented, old, rich whites telling us what to do. So um, follow that. Go check those things out. Um, anyway, so all right, so let's step into the cage. Okay, this week's Cage Fact is sponsored by Craig's Self-Lubing Anal Hemorrhoid Lotion Dispensers. Got hemorrhoids? Can't get your hand around your fat ass to lube up and lotion up those hemorrhoids? Try Craig's Self-Lubing Anal Hemorrhoid Lotion Dispenser for all your hemorrhoid soothing needs. To get yours today, visit www.lubegoldberg.com and use the promo code COACHES for 5% off your first order. So if you got hemorrhoids, check out Craig's. You know, one of these days I'm going to get more than 5% off for for you guys, for the jabronis out there, for the people. Uh, So sit tight. Maybe I'll work some better deals out with these with these sponsors. They're incredible products and I want you guys to be able to enjoy them as well. So, all right. So the cage fact today. So a lot, you know, a lot of people, particularly old folks, uh, they like to, uh, purchase their gravestones or their, their cemetery plots ahead of time before they die, uh, to help out with their family, make it easier on them also to, you know, 
grab a hold of that prime real estate uh, when it's available before it's too late, too expensive. And our friend Nick Cage did the same thing, except he didn't just buy a plot. He purchased a nine foot tall pyramid to be buried in when he dies, which will hopefully be decades and decades down the road. Uh, but he did it in, in, I think it's a cemetery in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure he still has it. I, I think his, his money issues are, are a little bit better now that he didn't have to give up the, the pyramid yet. But you can look, go look it up online. It's literally a gravestone pyramid, giant pyramid mausoleum, how you doing, that he's going to be buried in. So um, once again, it's a normal practice for people to do something like this, buy plots, get gravestones ahead of time, and then Nick Cage just ups the ante and goes completely uh, above normal and gets a pyramid like he's King Tut. And you know what? He is. To me, he is King Tut. So good for him. That's your cage fact of the day. Okay, so Stugats of the week. Second week. This week, Stugats. Uh, I don't even know how to how to title this person. It's it's the people that the guys that leave their shopping carts just in the middle of the parking lot. So I don't know, shopping cart in middle of parking lot guy. Uh, this was actually brought up to me by a, a viewer, a fan, a friend. Uh, we'll call him Chi. And Chi witnessed this uh, in, a, in a grocery store that he was at or a, sh- or a shopping center and hit me up and asked for my thoughts all about it. And I was like, you know what? This is this is something I just saw today too. So uh, it's, you know, it's a perfect person to to shit talk about this week. So... As you all know, you know, we got um, every every shopping center, every grocery store that has a parking lot and also has shopping carts, you see it all the time. There's the these guys that are so lazy and so stupidly pompous that they just have to leave their cart right in the parking spot within, you know, arm's distance away from their car. So they're not actually moving anywhere. They just get their groceries out, leave it there, and then they, they're on their way. As if putting the cart back in the correct spot, walking the six extra feet each way to the little cart drop checkpoint, how you doings, it's too much for them. It's a total of 12 extra feet, so it's got to be a lot of work for these people. I get it. And the worst is when, whoops, the worst is when they look around. You know, some of them do the look around to see, oh, is anybody looking at me? I'm going to be a lazy piece of shit right now. I want to make sure that nobody can see me. So they know that they're wrong. And they do it anyway. They know that they're wrong. What they're doing is incorrect and lazy and stupid, and they do it anyway. You know, in in the time it takes to look around to scope for witnesses, you could have had the cart back in the right spot already. You don't have that 12 seconds to spare? And guess what? We all know where you're going after this. 
You're going home! You just bought groceries, you dick for. You're not going, you don't have a, a NASA space launch you gotta get to. Oh, I have to leave immediately, I don't have time for this, I gotta go suit up for my space launch, the rocket launch is coming, I gotta get out of here. You're going home! You just bought 52 rolls of toilet paper, four loaves of bread, six quarts of ice cream, you fat bastard. Take the couple seconds to put the cart back on your way home, because that's where you're going. You don't have anywhere else to be. Your time is not more valuable than anybody else's. Oh, well, that's, that's why they hire these cart boys. That's what they're for. No, it's not. Little Stevie, 16-year-old Stevie, is getting paid $4 an hour for a 12-hour shift. He barely knows where he is half the time. The rest of his brain is thinking about, gotta get home to go sign up to my neighbor's OnlyFans because she's going to do her math homework naked. I got to see that. He doesn't have the extra brain bites to, to, to consider doing more than his job, more than what he's getting paid $4 for. He gets paid to go pick up the carts at the drop point, bring them back to the front of the store. Drop point store. That's it. It's very linear for Stevie. He's not out there picking up all your carts because nobody wants to move the 12 extra spots, 12 extra feet to get over there and put the cart back. Put your big gulp down. Walk your ass over and put the carts back where they belong. It's very easy to do. You know, and I would say that these are the people that are not re-racking their weights at the gym. You know, we talked about that last week, those guys that don't re-rack their weights. But let's be honest here, folks. These guys are not going to the gym. After all, I mean, they don't have time. They got the big NASA launch to go to, right? They don't have time to go to the gym. They don't have time to put their car away, let alone go to the gym. So it's they're not the same people. It's just very frustrating, and I don't know what I hate more. I don't know if I hate the stupid people, the stupidity that goes on, or the laziness. Lazy people. And sp Speaking of stupid and lazy people... Let's move on to the Brony Junction topic. Stupid and lazy people at the beach. Great segue, Libretti. Jesus, you're good. So, I, as you know, I spent a few days over in Ocean City, Maryland, the beach there, uh, going down the shore in Jersey terms for all you guys that, uh, that listen up in Jersey. Uh, and I, I know New Jersey, or excuse me, Ocean City is... It's a trash heap. It's not It's not a nice beach. It's sort of like the seaside heights of Maryland. Uh, it's mostly for spring break for college idiots to go and, and, and be disgusting and what have you. So I get that. But, you know, we were going to enjoy some time out. I was, you know, stupidly hopeful and happy about the, the reopening of things that's going on in Maryland, at least the phased approach they got going on. Uh, I'm still happy about the reopening. I think... Uh, it still needs to happen. We still need to reopen. Uh, I'm, you know, COVID's not even a thing anymore. The media's not talking about it, so it's apparently it's gone. So reopen, you know. Uh, but I was thinking, you know, people would be a little bit more mindful now. We were just three months in lockdown. Uh, 
for, you know, for reasons that we can't, you know, we can't, we couldn't go out and touch people. We couldn't get close to people. We had, a, you know, all this stuff. So you'd think people would go out, be a little bit more mindful, be respectful, have a little bit more awareness of what was going on, uh, and not take advantage and take for granted what we are getting back after spending time without it for so long. You would think that. I walked by a restaurant. They's got they got the little uh, open deck seating for outside folks, and then they have a nice social distance line of people. So there's a crowd, and in this crowd, there's a guy who openly sneezes. It was almost like he had his hands out purposely. Sneezes in the crowd without covering his mouth. Like he was doing it on purpose. Hello? Think, McFly. We just spent three months in lockdown. Getting re-indoctrinated, re-drilled into our brains. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze with your elbow. This, the vampire. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. Cover your mouth. For three months, that's all we had in our in our ears, in our brains. And the first week we're allowed out, you're sneezing? I mean, how stupid can you be? Apparently even stupider. And yeah, I'm still using the word stupider. Because that's the only way to describe these people is by having to make up words for them. Go to a store. It's raining, so we decide we want to go to a store, check out the stores, see if we can get, you know, souvenir shirts at the shirt shop or whatever. Go to the front door of the store. Big sign right on the store front door. You can't walk into the store without seeing and reading the sign. It says mask required. No mask, no service. Now, to make it clear... I think the masks are ridiculous. I hate them. They're stupid. It's been publicly put out there by Fauci and friends that the masks don't don't do anything. I mean, they change their mind so much. Nobody cares about them. I hate them. But if a business is making a policy to wear a mask, and I want to be a part of that business, I want to go in there and purchase their product, I'm going to put the mask on. It's it's the store policy. They could they can make their own policies. That's how it works in stores. There's private businesses. You don't have to like it, then just don't shop there. I'm not going to be that guy that goes in, "Oh, I hate the mask. You're infringing on my rights and I'm falling on my sword for this." No. I'm just going to leave. I get you have to understand how private businesses work. When they put out policies, you got to follow it or you just don't shop there. It's very simple. So I put the mask on. I don't mind it too much because I got this cool little black bandana I got from Deathwish Coffee. Shout out Deathwish. So I feel like an out, I look like an outlaw. Like I'm Mad Dog Tannen from Back to the Future 3. Mad Dog. I hate that name. So I go in there with my six shooters and my bandana on. It's not a problem for me. But I walk into this store. 
the door doesn't even close behind me yet. And right there in front, this giant, mouth-breathing, slack-jawed idiot with his finger so far up his nose, he could scratch the barnacles off his pea brain. No mask. Standing there. Finger in his nose. No mask. Big sign. Can't walk into the store without reading the sign. I was looking at him. I wanted to cold cock him right in his dick sucker. But there were kids there, so I didn't. You know, I try to keep it respectable. So I just point at my mask. I look at the guy. See see the mask? He goes, oh, forgot about that. Like, it was his first time knowing that we got a mask mandate going on. Like, everybody else in the entire free world is wearing masks whenever they go out into, into private stores and businesses and stuff. Well, first time for this guy. I couldn't believe it. And the stupidity and the laziness doesn't end there. Okay? I wish it did, but it doesn't. So we go to the beach. There's one day of actual like beach weather where it wasn't raining and it wasn't so windy that it was blowing the sand up and burying us in sand. So we wanted to go get, you know, my tan on before I did my laundry. So we go out there. Litter everywhere. There's more litter on the floor than people at the beach. Okay? There's trash cans 50 feet in any direction that you look while on the beach. 50 feet, that's it. That's not even pitchers mound to home plate. That's not even that long. Yet there's litter all over the place. These fat beta bitch boys can't even pick up their trash when they're walking out of the beach walking by trash cans. You're walking by the trash can. You have to. That's why they put the trash cans in those spots so that you can't avoid them. To throw your trash out. They give you ample opportunity. You're walking any direction. Within 50 feet, there's a trash can. And you can't... You can't pick it up and throw it in the garbage on your way out? Like, think about how lazy and brain dead you have to be to not pick up your two-ounce... Hard seltzer cans, empty, to go toss out in the trash or recycling. Like, what's the problem, Kyle? You can pick up your cooler full of hard seltzers and Italian subs, but do your sausage fingers just stop working to pick up your trash to put in the garbage can on your way out that you're going to practically run into when you're walking out of the beach? Do you have magic trash that comes to life like Fantasia characters and walks itself over to the trash cans? Don't answer. Don't answer, Kyle. Because we all know that you're just going to fucking drool out some excuse out of the side of your mouth. So do us a favor and spare us.
It's just unbelievable. Like, where are where are the Carol Labretti's? Where's that going around instilling the fear in people again? You know, when we were kids, you know, my friends actually hated me because every time I would go to a friend's house, we would eat, do something, and my friend would get up and walk away, leave his trash, and go play. And I would be cleaning up. I got to clean up the mess. My mess, maybe his mess, whatever. I got to clean it up. And the parents would be like, oh, why can't you be more like Labretti? And my, my friends would hate me. And they would say, you know, why do you got to be such a kiss-ass all the time, Labretti? Get me in trouble here. Little did they know that I was not being a kiss-ass. It wasn't to be nice. My mother would call up those parents before picking me up after each time we hung out. And she would demand a debrief. How was he? Did he clean up? Was he courteous? Did he have good manners? Tell me everything. Because if there was a hint of me not being respectful and cleaning up, it was bad news, Bears. It was at least a week in solitary confinement in my room, no yard time, at least a week. That was if she was in a good mood and we didn't get our asses beat. Or get the Carol clinch. Now, even now, I'll go to restaurants. 33 years old, go to a restaurant. Start cleaning up my mess. Piling the dishes, getting the garbage on top, getting ready to go clean it myself. The waiter or busboy comes by. Oh, sir, that's not necessary. You don't have to do that. Do you know who my mother is? I have to do this. Okay, I work full-time. I got student loans to pay off. Thanks a lot, Abby Riddle. I can't spend a week in the hole. I got to clean up. Please, let me do this. She'll find out. She'll know. But, you know, there's just no... There's just no situational awareness anymore. There's no wherewithal, no respect or understanding of anything in society these days. any sort of remote inconvenience whatsoever and the brain just goes right to what's the dumbest, stupidest, laziest piece of shit thing that I can do in this very minor inconvenient situation? Oh, I'll do that one. I'll do that. And you can't call the people out on it either. Hey, pick up your garbage. Put your damn card away. Excuse me? What did you what did you say to me? I am deeply offended. I identify as litter free. So when I throw my litter on the ground, it's not litter anymore because I'm identified as litter free and you're offending me as a transitioning litter freeman. And how dare you? You piece of garbage, how dare you? I have to get to my rocket launch, so excuse me. Because they're so, uh, this society has become so nerfed and padded for everybody. If you accuse anybody of anything adverse, they completely, you know, collapse and devolve into stupidity. But that's a 
That's a separate episode altogether, which is sad in itself that there is a third piece, this nerf softness that's going to contribute to our downfall in society that I can talk about all day. It's sort of like some fucked up holy trinity of our downfall, of beta bitchness. Sorry for the F-bomb Terrence family show, I know. You got stupid, lazy, soft. I'll talk about soft some other time. You know, my grandfather's turning in their graves right now, looking down or up on us. What their blood, sweat, and tears, what they built over the Depression, fighting wars, killing those Nazis, for all of us, all that hard work to see what's going on here. You know, sometimes I, I envy them right now in their graves. But anyway, I got to cool off. I could talk about it all day. I could cry and bitch and moan about it all day. We all know that. You can too. But we got to cut it. Uh, we got to cool down, decompress, figure out a way forward. But anyway, thanks a lot for listening this week, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, hope you have a good rest of your weekend uh, and a good week coming up. Maybe the weather will be nice in your area, nicer than it was down here in Maryland. Uh, but thank you for listening. Don't forget uh, to go check out you know the YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, on Instagram at LPD underscore show. I'll put all the links in the comments sections. Um, be patient of the stupid people. Try to spread awareness to the stupid people. I know it's going to be tough, but do what you can. Uh, we got to make this, you know, this world a better place somehow. So, all right. Thanks again for listening, guys. Um, Feel free to email. Don't forget, I put the email out, librettipodcastdiary at gmail.com. Put your you know questions, comments, feedback, ideas, Stu Gott's ideas, poll question ideas, anything you got, uh, send, it, send it on over. So, all right. Thanks again, and uh, stay strong, everyone. And I was talking.